We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a slammer. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Joe Pot back on Sports Open Line here on KMOX. An off night unplanned for the Redbirds tonight. They were rained out in New York. Supposed to be the start. I said before, three games uh, series. It's a four game series with the Mets. They'll play four with the Mets and then three with the Pirates on this current road trip before they come back home uh, a week from tonight to take on the Toronto Blue Jays in the interleague series at Bush Stadium. They've also got the Brewers and the Padres in that homestand as well to finish out. Yes, I said finish out the month of May. We are already at that point. We are looking at finishing out the month of May. I don't know how we've gotten to this point so quickly, but here we are. Blues open a second round series with the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow night. So we were happy to talk to Andy Strickland and talk to Mike Claiborne about that as well as Cardinal Baseball. Switch gears a little bit more here, and we're going to talk about uh, some Billiken basketball, some Billiken sports, some college sports, because my other colleagues, Kevin Wheeler and Tom Ackerman and Amy Mark scores, they all got to spend the day at Norwood Hills Country Club at the 43rd annual Billiken Golf Classic. So that was really cool. Although, I don't know, I think it required Kevin Wheeler probably waking up earlier than he wanted to be waking up. So he may, he may have... Uh, been okay to, to not have to do that to come in here and do this but I am doing this uh, we didn't have Cardinal baseball so I'm doing this Kevin Wheeler was on the golf course this morning he was with Amy Mark scores today on their mid-morning show and they had a chance to visit first with the Billiken athletic director Chris May Amy Mark scores Kevin Wheeler with you hanging out and happy to be at the Billiken golf classic at Norwood Hills Country Club and because we're here and when we're here that means we get a chance to catch up with Billiken's athletics director Chris May Chris good morning you guys nailed it this mm. year with your choice of dates, huh? How about this? Uh, we, we say the sun always rises over the Billikens, and how about this, huh? <laughs> I love what it. a day. It's like literally coming over the building now right onto the patio. W- without a cloud in the sky, yeah. that, that means it's the time for the Billiken Golf Classic, 43rd That's... annual. And and normal, right? Normal. Like back to, back to business as usual. You got it. 66 foursomes all <sighs> sold out. Uh, Thanks to uh, thanks to Stiefel, who sponsored along with HM Risk. We got plenty of Anheuser Busch and Pepsi products out here, but what what today is is a great uh, 
it's the annual celebration for the Billikens. Mm-hmm. They come together. They celebrate a great year. They uh, There's great camaraderie that happens today, building communities. So this is one of those great days that we get to celebrate what we do for young people, coming to SLU to get great educations and, and compete. Got graduations coming up. How about that? Again, uh, you, know, you mentioned this during the break, but again, back to normal there as well. We should probably ask... Chris, about the whole graduations thing. Do you think we were joking earlier? <laughs> some, like we, we feel like some of the high school graduation stuff has gotten out of hand. Like uh, you know, there was somebody that had like a life-size poster of their kid on their front lawn with and a things spotlight. Like that. With a with spotlight. spotlight on with it. a spotlight. Again, I'm hoping it was done with a, as a kind of an inside joke. That's kind of my hope. Otherwise, if that kid is listening, tear it down. Just tear it down now. Um, but. In, I remember, and this was true when I was in college 900 years ago, but I remember college being a lot more laid back. And for my daughter, I mean, my daughter is only 25, so it wasn't that long ago. She graduated, you know, undergrad a few years ago, master's last year, and it was always it was chill. It wasn't like big parties and all that. What do what do you guys well, typically see? Well, it, it's it'll be interesting because this is our first full in a couple of years, right? Yeah. Since COVID, mm-hmm. um, I anticipate uh, graduation is the greatest day of the year, without a doubt on any college campus. It is it is a celebration of a family and all the loved ones coming together to celebrate a young person and, and what they've done to take the next step. Mm-hmm. And, and we talk in our business, how do you really help young people to get better? Uh, one thing in our world, in our country, is that education is the one piece that'll really move them. So mm-hmm. the great day is when you see these families come together. And there's a lot of first-gen kids. There's all these different stories that come together. It's awesome. And so I hope it is exactly what you're talking about and more on, on Saturday. <laughs> I hope it is the and it, as it should be. Yeah. People coming together, you've got a bright, bright group of young people, and they are going to change this world. And so the great part about what we get to do is we get to help young people get that degree, celebrate this week, and then we also get to we get the fun part, right? Mm-hmm. We get to do sport. And we get to help them compete and go mm-hmm. get after it. Like all the things you learned when you weren't learning everything you learned in that classroom, look at what you learned on the playing field. And so that's the that's the great part of what we get to do. Well, we're talking about great moments and also St. Louis University and the role it plays in our community, in our city, and even beyond that. Now, you took the helm of director of athletics in 2008, correct? Correct. What are some of the moments that stand out to you when you look back at that and you think, okay, wow, these are watersheds in my career here at St. Louis University? Well, it's a, it's a great question. I was, I was lucky, really lucky, because I came when Chaffetz Arena opened. So I came, and a month later, we, we christened the unbelievable facility mm-hmm. in Chaffetz Arena. And so to kick off my, my tenure here, I, I could... I was, I'm the luckiest AD in the country because I come into one of the greatest facilities there is to play college sport, to have great celebrations like we have this week, to be there when Bruce Springsteen's rocking and chafing. So I got to do that, okay, mm. for when it, when it first started. And then, and then you look back at all of the celebrations and the victories. We had some unbelievable victories. We won championships. We've, we've made runs. But what I really remember is the young people that went through and grew and and reached their potential. Mm-hmm. I think a Jordaire Jet came mm-hmm. in here and good friend of all of ours. Jordaire didn't love college. Um, we use the picture of Jordaire and his mother Glenda all the time on graduation day. Jordaire was the player of the year in the Atlantic 10. He won championships. He, he won in the NCAA tournament. He did all these great things, right? But when you look at the, the totality of what Jordaire Jet meant uh, and what SLU meant to him, 
that's one of those big moments. You, you know, currently you look at our women's soccer team. They've won four championships in oh, a yeah. row. Mm-hmm. They've been an, they've been a top seed in the NCAA tournament. You look last this past year, our men's soccer team was the only undefeated team late in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, got beaten the eight in the in the eight. You look at all these guys that got drafted this year. Um, you look at the excitement that Travis Ford has brought. You look at uh, sold-out arenas for women's basketball. We had seven or 8,000 for a volleyball match back in the day when we played Stanford. So there's a lot of those. But the big, the big pieces are what you remember about the young people that came through. Yeah. That I, as the athletic director, I, I get to see them from recruits when they're 17, 16, 17 years old. And they leave as 22-year-old young women and men, and and they are ready. And then they start coming back, like today. We'll have we've got a bunch of former Billikens coming back here, that played for us, that are highly successful people, that are going to come back and and they represent us so well. Whether it's Troy Robertson and Scott Highmark and Luchtefeld and all the guys, you've got all these people who played ball for us and come back. They're they're successful people, and the one thing is that is the cornerstone of St. Louis University and the values that that, that that helps breed and develop. And so those, those are what I, I remember most. Now, it's not that we don't want to win all the time. Trust me, we do. But uh, <laughs> those are other big, big, big-time victories that I, that I will never forget. Chris May with us here on KMOX. Now, you mentioned Chaffetz, but you know facilities in college athletics these days are more than one building because eventually there are a lot of other things going on and the modernization of the game and competition that's going along with that. And you guys uh, – you got a little more coming. Mm-hmm. We we do. Uh, we were blessed. A, a month ago, we opened up the uh, soccer uh, legacy center, mm-hmm. which uh, is for our two soccer programs. We break ground next week on the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center, and I, I couldn't be more proud of what that facility is going to do because, as you know, facilities are critical, yeah. especially to young people. Mm-hmm. But what what that facility is going to do is for all 400 men and women that compete for us from six in the morning till 10 o'clock at night, it's going to give them a home, a home for their for their academic pursuits, for their nutrition, for their career development, for their spiritual development, for their technology that they use in their sport. So it'll, it'll give us a hub for all of those pieces. And uh, our goal is to be a, a nationally elite basketball-centric program. And so it's how do we put all of our young men and women in position to compete at the highest level, and the Champion Center will do that. So we are fired up to put shovels in the shovels in the ground next mm. week and i know it's it's difficult to put a number on this but when you have a facility like that and you have prospective students looking at possible schools where am i going to play what school is going to have my back i cannot imagine how far a facility like the O'Loughlin family champion center goes in convincing those students hey slew is the school for me it, it's a huge difference differentiator for us uh, uh we've already had recruits we're going to be here for four years commit and they come in and ask when are you breaking ground when's that opening and it'll open in october of 23 it's it's a major difference for us and uh time will tell in what the pure numbers but we've already had our, our soccer coaches have already had huge success mm-hmm. in selling both the soccer facility and the O'Loughlin family champion center so it's a big deal for us and uh it takes it helps us take the next step competitively all right so um, i see coach ford is here we're going to be talking to him in a few minutes you got any bombs you want me to drop on him? Anything, any inside jokes, anything I should try to slide in there to get a laugh? Or, I, I mean, he doesn't he don't really need it. He, he brings a lot of that energy himself. But uh, Coach Ford brings plenty of energy on a daily basis. Uh, he and I were in the office early this morning, trust me. He beats me with coffee, but I beat him with iced tea. So, you know, it, it, uh, no, he, uh, he's doing a great job of really managing through the, the 
I don't want to say chaotic, but the, the bizarre moment that we're in right yeah. now. Yeah. And he and his staff have done an unbelievable job of putting together a really elite men's basketball program that we're all fired up to watch play uh, come uh, fall. But a lot of work yeah. to be done between now and then. But I, I, I think he's got the energy covered, so I think you'll be all right. Yeah, hell of a, hell of a good team last year. Mm-hmm. You, get the, you get the nation's assist leader back, yep. which is great. And the guy that was the best player on the team the year before that now back with Javante Perkins. It should be a fun year. And those guys are doing great. And uh, and as Travis tells me, they're never done recruiting. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot of opportunities well, still to be I mean, given the Given the uh, transfer portal and all of that, yeah, that never really stops. You never know what's going to be out there on a given day. Well, what's great is people know that the Billikens are on the map. And Travis has done a great job of that. And that's why we've got more and more people uh, want to come be part of this team. And, that's again, that's what today is. Today's a celebration of all of our coaches and what they've done so well. Chris, great to see you again. I know we should uh, – I always say this. We should do this, like, all the time, and mm. I never live up to it. So I'll do that better this year. I'm ready. We're going to hang out some more. Great to see you. Athletic Director Chris May from St. Louis University from earlier this afternoon talking to, I guess this morning actually, talking to Kevin Wheeler and Amy Mark scores at the uh, Billiken Golf Classic. We'll do more of that. In fact, we'll hear from the Billiken's head basketball coach, Travis Ford. We'll do that on the other side of the break. It's Sports Open Line here on X. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Joe Pot back with you on Sports Open Line here on a Monday night. A very nice Monday night here in St. Louis. No Cardinals tonight. Two games tomorrow. They were rained out tonight in New York. So that's why you've got me here for uh, the rest of this hour anyway. You know we're the home of Cardinals baseball. We are also the home here on Camo X of Billikens basketball. And we heard earlier from the Billikens athletic director, Chris May. Kevin Wheeler and Amy Mark scores also had a chance today while out, out at the Billiken Golf Classic to visit with head coach Travis Ford of the men's basketball program at St. Louis University. 
Just talk to Chris May and you get a chance now to talk to head basketball coach Travis Ford. First of all, coach, thank you for doing this. I know it's recruiting season, mm-hmm. so we appreciate you squeezing this in. If you have to answer any texts or anything, we totally understand. <laughs> yeah, I probably will, but no, <laughs> what a great day. What a beautiful day. Appreciate you guys being out here and uh, appreciate you giving me a little bit of time here to spend with you guys, but what, what a beautiful, beautiful day. Yeah, I would call perfect. Yeah, it it's is. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no humidity. Probably 70-something now. Be 80 later. Be perfect. Yes. Just wear your sunscreen, though. Like, you can see I'm a, you know, I mean, if you like, there's a farmer tan going on. Like, I'm, a, I'm a sunscreen expert. Wear your sunscreen if you're a fair-skinned ginger like me. At least you have some type of tan. I have none. <laughs> you're gym, inside so I zero. <laughs> I'd love to have a farmer's tan right now. That'd be great. I'm sure we can bring some lighting, some of those tanning lights. Sure, we can yeah, do that. We'll hook you up. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're all very excited. I'm very excited that Yuri Collins is back. And, uh, and as I just want to clarify... <laughs> Because of the way I enunciated, <laughs> I said he was he was in the porthole and then back. He's not on a boat. Yeah, I said he's not, he's not he's on a boat. He's not on a boat. Now I'm picturing him looking out the window of a boat. No, the the porthole and then back again. I know that's good news for St. Louis University. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Yuri, you know, we believe he's one of the best point guards in America, if not the best point guard, and uh, you know, from St. Louis and uh, the leader of our team. And so very very excited, and have a lot of guys back that we're mm-hmm. excited about. So. Uh, still, still recruiting a little bit, uh, adding pieces and different things, and putting our schedule together. Probably, right now is looking like uh, an extremely difficult schedule, uh, which uh, I think this team's probably going to need. But yeah, you know, it's been a crazy off season, and uh, I think uh, that's just kind of the world we live in at this point. And uh, it's, uh, you know, every day is uh, just trying to figure out uh, your roster and figure out what's next. Not trying to be a suck up here, but you guys had a fun team last year. I mean, a really competitive, deep, exciting team. And that was after the worst news you could possibly get right before the season with Javante Perkins going down. And obviously, you know, he's going to be back with the group. You mentioned Yuri already. Um, I got to believe that there's a lot of excitement right now within that group for what they were able to do last year and what's possible moving forward. Yeah, you know, going back to last year's team, uh, I think you make a good point. Uh, It was my 25th year as a college head coach, and I was about as proud of that team and has had as much fun with that team uh, as I've had in a long time for the fact that, you know, People talk about, all right, yes, we lost Javante Perkins in an exhibition game, mm-hmm. so we didn't have him all year long. But you also had lost Hassan French and Jordan Goodwin. and mm-hmm. So basically you lost your three top scorers from the year before. Mm-hmm. And if anybody in the 8 said, all right, you're going to lose your top three scorers, you'd probably be picked at the end of the – last in the league or towards the end. Uh, but this team, uh, you know, uh, Gibson Jimerson really stepped up. And obviously Yuri Collins had a special year, and Gibson had a great year, and Fred Thatch came on, and – uh, you know, Francis Okoro had a great February and, you know, January, February, March. So I was really proud of the how each guy accepted a new role after Javante went down. Uh, and, and we were able to go out and win 23 games and, uh, and, and, and play in postseason play. And hopefully we can build on some of that this year. But, yeah, it was a fun team to watch. Uh, and, uh, you know, really kind of took on their shoulders. Cause I think a lot of people gave up on them when, as soon as Javante mm-hmm. went down, a lot of people thought, well, that's the end of them. And uh, 
I think they kind of took that and put a chip on their shoulder a little bit and, uh, and, and had a good season. As a coach, I know you have to be prepared for the unexpected because things always happen. But you look back at the past couple of years, as you mentioned, Javante Perkins, your top three scorers. And oh, by the way, we're in a pandemic. Yeah. How do you recalibrate to coach a team and know, OK, what's most important on this day to keep the team fighting and playing at their maximum potential. Well, that's been one of the greatest challenges over the last couple of years, and it's really more to do with COVID. And uh, you know, get, you'd have guys out of practice uh, in COVID protocol. Sometimes your whole team was in proto- yeah. protocol, or you were wondering whether you're going to play a game or not play a game. Uh, you know, what I've learned over the years is, uh, and and I've tried to get better at this, and I think I've gotten better at, at trying only worry about the things I can control. I, you know, we couldn't – when Javante Perkins went down, he, we knew two days later that he was out for the season. There's nothing we can do about that. We've got to move on and control what we still – the guys that were in uniform that were going to play and not worry about anything that uh, is out of our control. And we've tried to take that approach with the, with the pandemic, with the COVID stuff, uh, not get too upset when things may not have go the way you want them to go because there were so many different protocols going on. Mm. And there were some things you, you could sit there and kind of argue, like, why are we doing that? And I quickly learned that this isn't going to do any good. <laughs> you know, I, it's not going to just go kind of with the flow, control the things you can control, worry about the things you can control, uh, and focus on those things. And that's kind of how we went about it. Travis Ford with us here on KMOX. So you mentioned, obviously, this is a recruiting time of year. You've got some people on, in, on campus now. Uh, coming in for a visit. Are we kind of back to normal there now? I mean, are we, or at least close to what yeah, it was before? Yeah, we're completely back to good, normal. Good, good. Completely. Uh, Except for the fact that, you know, yeah. the transfer portal no, all is. that, yeah. That's, <laughs> and, and now that's normal. That's right. the world we live right. in at this point. Uh, so that's that's uh, normal, uh, as crazy <laughs> the as new it normal. sounds. Yeah. Uh, Which sounds much more Star trek yeah, than it actually is. Yeah, it is, yeah. But, yeah, we... Uh, Recruiting is back to normal as far as how you can have visits. It's uh, all those things. Uh, you know, everything pretty much on our end has been, been pretty normal for the past four or five months or so. Uh, but, yeah, you know, recruiting now is it, – not that it – it was always 365 days a year, especially uh, looking forward, you know, trying to recruit ju- sophomores, juniors. The difference is now you're recruiting. You're recruiting mm-hmm. for this upcoming roster, and every coach I talk about is in the middle of this, uh, and that's the new normal. That's going to be the new normal. Uh, you're not going to be able to recruit as much further out as you probably have mm-hmm. in the past because your roster is going to change. You know could change from year to year yeah, so much. Good point. Hmm. You know, we were talking off the air, and I, I love the SLU campus, and I was actually running this past weekend. We run through the SLU campus to the Arch and running with, I think I had about four or five of my running buddies, and they were so excited that I was going to be here today because they were already talking about the basketball season and wanting to get tickets and planning to go. And that's what I love about SLU basketball. It really is an exciting team to watch and I think it's a great way to introduce younger kids to basketball it's a great way to take the family and and, and hang out at Chaffetz Arena and share on the team so I imagine more and more these games are going to be packed because this team's going to be electric well we hope so that's uh that's the ultimate goal we want people to uh, you know really support this team and every team 
But, the, you know, I, I agree. This is an exciting team. Mm-hmm. You, it's an exciting team from, obviously, Yuri, TJ, Gibson. Javante Perkins is back, and he's getting healthier every single day, is on track and, you know, doing really well. And, uh, you know, we've got good players coming in, uh, good players returning. We, we think we play a very exciting style of basketball. Huh. And Schaefer's Arena is just a great place to go watch a basketball game. They do a great job of – the event management and everything that goes on during timeouts and halftime and all the video boards and, uh, you know, the starting lineup. It's, it's just an exciting place to go watch a game. So we're hoping to pack every game. That, that is something that would be great. Uh, and, but we need everyone to surround themselves around this team and support this team. It makes a huge, huge difference. There you go. There's a little bit of the Billikens head coach, Travis Ford, from earlier this morning with Amy Markscores and Kevin Wheeler. We'll take a break. We'll come back. A little bit more to do here on Camo X. It's Sports Open Line here on Camo X. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yannier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on Camo X. Joe Pot back with you here at KMOX. It is, well, coming down to the end of our night here on Sports Open Line. But we do have a little bit more to do. And I am uh, happy to let you know we will be joined here in our last segment by uh, Rick Horton, who, of course, you also hear on the Cardinals broadcast alongside John Rooney on a nightly basis. And he is in New York and he would be calling Cardinal baseball tonight if it were not for the rain in New York. So I know he is enjoying a night off and I appreciate him. Uh, He's going to take a little time with us here in our last segment. So we'll get to that. We'll talk about the Cardinals. We'll talk about... uh, Well, I want to talk to him a little bit about uh, him, you know, in his first full season uh, in the booth with John Rooney. They, of course, have been doing the uh, road games together for the last several years, but he's in the booth full time. So we'll talk to him about that as well. Uh, And uh, yeah, so he'll join us live. We'll do that uh, just on the other side of our next break here. And he'll kind of take us out for the night. We talked about the Cardinals a little bit uh, with Mike Claiborne earlier, so we'll do it again with Rick Horton. Last night really was a great night at the ballpark, just a lot of fun. If you were in attendance, the weather could not have been better for uh, Sunday night, especially compared to what we were dealing with the end of last week with the 90-degree days. It wasn't like that. We were in the, I think it was probably the mid-70s or upper 70s at the start. In fact, it was 79 degrees. I'm looking at it right in front of me. I should have just looked a little bit harder. But the Cardinals came out swinging. They scored four times in the first inning, a couple of home runs. Paul Goldschmidt absolutely crushed a ball in the first inning into Big Mac land. Again, on the first pitch, as we were talking about how aggressive the Cardinals were to come out last night against uh, Carlos Rodon. And then Yadier Molina just had a fantastic game. Yadier Molina last night passed Ken Boyer. Kenny Boyer, an all-time great Cardinal, of course, the only Cardinal to have his number retired who's not in the Hall of Fame. He passed Ken Boyer for sixth all-time in Cardinals history. It was his 1,000-second career RBI. That sounds weird, but that's what it is. So he's got 1,002 career RBIs. His home run was his 173rd home run. That passed Hall of Famer Ted Simmons for ninth most in franchise history. And of course, we talk about it all the time. The milestones that Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina set when they start, it was start number 311 for those two. 
That is third all-time in Major League Baseball history. They are continuing to climb that list, but it was win number 203 for the uh, battery mate, and that is the most all-time in Major League Baseball history. So we'll wrap things up here on Sports Open Line on a Monday night. Rick Horton, when we come back here on X. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. You bet. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Back in on Sports Open Line here on a Monday night. Last segment for me, Joe Pot, with you tonight as we do not have Cardinals baseball. They were rained out tonight in New York. So instead, you've got Sports Open Line. We will talk a little Cardinals baseball as we finish things up. We'll be joined here in just a bit by the uh, one of the voices of the Cardinal broadcast. That is Rick Horton. He is, of course, in New York expecting, he was expecting to uh, call a game tonight. Uh, and instead, he is not calling a game tonight. So we're thankful that he's going to spend a, just a couple of minutes with us here as we close out the show tonight. Uh, just talking, I was before I went to break about how much fun last night was. I don't know if you caught it. If you didn't catch it, I'm sure you've heard about it. I'm sure you've seen it. This is the way the game ended last night. The pitch, ground ball left side. Donovan to his left. He has it and throws out Wade for a Redbird winner. Albert Pujols finishes up the game, gets to shake hands with the teammates on the field, and those coming out of the dugout onto the field light up the night. The Sunday night game of the world goes to the Cardinals, 15-6, and this was a ball at the ballpark tonight. You heard that right. Albert Pujols closed out the game for the Cardinals on the mound. He pitched the ninth inning for the Cards and joins Babe Ruth as the only players in Major League history to appear in a game as a pitcher, so to pitch in a game, and who have also hit 600 career home runs. By the way, he had a good night at the plate. He reached base four times last night. He doubled, he singled, he walked twice. In fact, I think he reached base five times because he also was on base, reaching on an error in that game. So it was a full night for Albert Pujols. It was a great night for Yadier Molina, as I mentioned as well. Molina hit a home run early in the game. He finishes two for four. The... Uh, spot the catcher's spot in the lineup last night had a good game had a good game because Andrew Kisner came in the game uh, midway through he ends up with three RBIs last night so seven RBIs in the catcher's spot from the catcher's spot last night between Yadier Molina and Andrew Kisner so it wasn't just Yadier Molina but it was a really fun night 15 runs 17 hits for the Cardinals and now they get to enjoy a night off tonight. Unexpected as it was, they will uh, play a doubleheader tomorrow. It is a 2-10 first pitch tomorrow. That'll be a doubleheader with our pregame show beginning at 1-15 uh, tomorrow afternoon. And then they'll play uh, two straight uh, nine-inning games, a regular good old-fashioned doubleheader. And I am uh, pleased to be joined right now by... One of those uh, gentlemen who will call the game tomorrow afternoon and who gets an unexpected night off tonight. So we thank you for spending a little time with us. Rick Horton with us tonight. And, uh, yes, I do thank you, Rick, for taking some time tonight. Hey, you bet, Joe. Hey, uh, you know, I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm just thinking right now when I uh, grew up in New York uh, in a very large family, we had a family expression that said, uh, when things got crazy, that it seems like Grand Central Station in here. Well, that's actually where I'm standing. <laughs> I'm in Grand Central Station. I just had the uh, opportunity to go up and visit my mom upstate. And 
took the train up and had dinner and uh, just got back into the city. So uh, looking forward to a, a nice day tomorrow, but it did give me a chance to see uh, both my mom and my brother and my sister-in-law. So it was kind of a kind of fortunate for me to, to get to see them. A blessing in disguise, no doubt about it. Rick, in the in your first season now as a full-time home and road member of this crew, though you've been here for, for several years, but as a as a fan, as a broadcast guy, I cannot help but notice just how much fun it feels like you and John Rooney and Mike Claiborne have in the booth on a nightly basis. Well, I'm glad you noticed that, Joe, because that's actually that's what we're shooting for, and that's what we are doing. And and and, and I'm glad it comes across that way because we are having a blast. And you know, it's it's really you know it's it, it's baseball. It's what we've loved our whole life, and uh, you know we get a chance to do uh, one of the the greatest jobs in the world. And, and why not enjoy it? Why not have fun with it? And uh, and we are. We're just having a blast with it. You know, it's so great, too, Joe, to be at ballparks where there are 40,000 people screaming. And you've got all the great storylines going on with Albert and Wayno and Molina. That adds to it. But, you know, so so why not have fun with it? And uh, And we are. We're having a great time. And, man, you feel it all the more when you talk about the crowds in the stands after spending 2020 with nobody there and, and half of 2021 with, you know, somewhere between – half or less than half full ballparks. You really appreciate it, don't you? Yeah. You know, the, the cutouts were slightly better than nothing. <laughs> I mean, slightly. <laughs> but the but the great crowds are, are way better than nothing. And, you know, it, it really has been, you know, a treat for us to kind of be back to, you know, and I'm not going to say life is fully normal for a lot of people. I, I understand that. And there's still some things that we're all dealing with. And, and it's you know, we've, we've got to be careful and all that stuff. But But when you can have crowds out at the ballpark and you can have, People screaming for their favorite players. I mean, it's just uh, it's just kind of what it kind of fits with baseball in my mind. How much fun was last night at the ballpark? Oh, oh my goodness! I I, I told uh, I think I said it on the air, but I certainly said it in between innings. I don't remember the last time I had more fun at the game. I mean, I just really don't. I mean, to, to have Albert pitching and to have <laughs> you know Wayno. I mean, all the guys who are are you know I call them our our MV. Uh, not MV3, MV3, but they're, they're our MVMs, our most valuable marketing people. Uh, the, the, the three guys that are just, you know, everybody's paying attention to, they all they all shined. Albert on base all five times. And Yachty swinging the back great. And, and Wayno doing what he did. I mean, it, it could not have been written any better. And, you know, no one would have written the last chapter to include Albert pitching, for goodness sake. So, you know, the, the hitting uh, showed up uh, big time. And uh, we just uh, we just enjoyed uh, inning one to inning nine. It couldn't have been better. With this team, this 2022 team coming into the year, uh, I have I said I would have said I thought maybe I, I expected good things from the offense and maybe some inconsistent pitching. It has been exactly yeah. the opposite. Great things right. from this pitching staff and inconsistent offense. Have, have, were you surprised by the same? No, no, I feel like I'm right with you on that. I mean, I think it's we expected more consistent offense, and maybe that will materialize before it, before it's all said and done. But you know, there were so many question marks with the pitching. You think about uh, Dakota Hudson, Miles Michaelis. You know, well, what are they going to be? I mean, are, how healthy are they? And you, you, you know, they've got big upsides, and and they've done it before. But when you come back from injury, you're just never really sure. I mean, it could have just as easily shown up in spring training and. They both could have not felt great, and but but they they have felt great, and they've pitched great, and Wayno has been great. So, uh, you know, you do lose Jack Flaherty, and that's a big miss. But you look across baseball, the teams that pitch well win, 
and, and all the top teams, the Dodgers and the Giants and, you know, and, you know, in the, in the American League, same deal. The, the teams that, that pitch well win, and that's what's going on with the, uh, with, the, with the Cardinals. When they win, they pitch well. And then now you, you talk about missing Jack Flaherty. So what, what this has done for you now is allow you a little bit more margin of error in bringing back Jack Flaherty too, right? Yeah. It's not, it, you know, I, I would have thought you couldn't – I would have thought going into spring training, you cannot stand to lose somebody. And then we lost Jack Flaherty. So I thought, uh-oh. I mean, really. I mean, it's just not sure. not trying to be negative, but just being realizing that there, there might not be as much depth in the starting p- pitching area. Uh, and, you know, you can kind of feel like you could count on Steven Matz to be a, a good lefty in your in your rotation, a 14-game winner last year, and Wayno to be Wayno. But, you know, it's like, well, boy, somebody can't get hurt. There are other guys that can start, yes. But, I mean, you're talking about a – dominant type guy i mean jack flaherty when he's right is that guy there's no question about it and so so that was a huge miss but the cardinals haven't missed a beat and and i will say that the bullpen has been part of the reason why you kind of don't worry too much about the starting pitching mm-hmm. jordan hicks is still kind of you know learning to get deeper into games and he's been the kind of the, the, the guy number five guy and you know he's done fine but boy i mean if the bullpen was in shambles then I think we'd be a little bit more worried about the starting pitching. But Ryan Helsley is probably the best reliever on the planet Earth right now, <laughs> which is saying something. And, you know, Gallegos, you can count on him. And, and for the most part, Cabrera's been right on time, too. So there's just a lot of good arms out there in that bullpen. And, of course, we like Palante and Jake Walsh, the new guy. So, I mean, it really is. I mean, it's, it's, the, best ER, it's the best, the lowest ERA among relief staffs in the National League is the Cardinals. And so that's – You've just got to say it's positive. Final thing for you, Ricky Horton, uh, again, joining us here on some short notice, but how much have you enjoyed your relationship and, and what it's been like with Oliver Marmel, the new cards manager? Oh, oh he is so easy. And he's one, here's what I love about it. The, he is as direct and as yep. honest and, you know, not with me. And I, you know, I, I, I guess I've kind of been around long enough that, you know, if, if people don't want to tell me things, then that's fine. I mean, I'm not going to take it personally and it's not, you know, they don't have to tell me everything, and I don't need to know everything. I'm not really into scoops. I'm into baseball. So I want to talk baseball, and Ollie's always ready to talk baseball. But what I appreciate about him, beyond how it relates to me enjoying being with him, which I do, but beyond that, he is being honest with Cardinal fans every time he's asked a question. I mean, he's just – and it's hard, sometimes it's hard to be honest because you're going to say something about a player that the player may not want to hear, but he, he has said several times, that play was unacceptable. We've got to get better at this. And, of course, we know, if you know baseball, you know that's true, and you just appreciate it when the manager is being very direct about that and, and saying what you know your eyes tell you. And, and then you just get the sense of, you know what, he's got this under control. It may, he might not be able to fix it in a day, but at least he's not in denial about, about what's happening. And, and, and Ali has been, I think, just phenomenal at that. Rick Horton, I thank you again for taking time on short notice and when you were going to have an off night. So enjoy the rest of your evening, and we'll be listening all day tomorrow. You bet, Joe. It's going to be a long day, but a fun day. Thanks, Joe. Absolutely. There's Rick Horton. Of course, you hear him here all the time on the Cardinals broadcast, and you'll hear him all afternoon and evening tomorrow. Cardinals and Mets rained out tonight, so two tomorrow 
It is a, a 2-10 first pitch, a doubleheader in New York, and we'll have it for you all afternoon and evening here on Camo X. My thanks to Rick Horton. Thanks to Mike Claiborne tonight. Thanks to Andy Strickland. Good to hear from Travis Ford. Good to hear from Chris May as well. And a big thank you as well to Michael Langston on the other side of the board. Keeping us in line tonight. Certainly couldn't do it without him. Appreciate you taking some time on Sports Open Line tonight. I'm Joe Pott. Again, Cardinals baseball all afternoon and evening. Tomorrow, 2-10, first pitch, 115 with our pregame show here on your home for Cardinals baseball, Camo X. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.